going on hitters all my hitters out there my h-i-t-t-e-r-s what's going on guys it's uh it's happy-go-lucky mr smiley here mr caesar and uh and i'm back i'm back uh back in the motherfucking saddle i was supposed to have a guest today but he bitched out on me, so when he hears this, I hope he hears the uh, disdain and disappointment I have. He just wants to sit outside work and talk to his friend for uh, for hours. <sighs> this was supposed to be a too wary cowboy episode, but I guess it's just me, just the one cowboy, you know. But I think that makes sense, you know, because cowboys are usually, you know. The Lone Rangers. They're all alone. Anyway. How, uh... How are you guys? How are you guys doing? How are all my, uh... My buddy old pals out there? You doing good? I hope you're... I hope you're doing good. If you're not doing good, it's alright. It gets... It gets better. Don't worry. At least you gotta... Have faith that it gets better. That's always good. Have faith. Believe. 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 Which is actually my uh, piece of sh- piece of shit segue into what uh what I'm gonna talk about today. As uh, just imagine, just sit back and relax. Well, whatever it is that you're doing, just sit back and relax. Imagine it's you and me. I'm on one horse, you're on the other. You hear you hear our horses, our horses' hoof beats. I can't do it. What is it? I can't do it. They have four legs, not two. I'm on one horse, you're on the other. I, I pulled my, I, I look up, I got my poncho, I look up, look at you, hey man, you ever just sit back and just, you ever not feel, you ever feel like you're, you're meant for something bigger, and you sit there, and you do, uh, I don't know, you do whatever you do, you, you sit there and laugh at me and go, shit no man, what are you talking about, we're just cowboys. And then we find a little babbling brook, and then we sit down and have a picnic. That's that's how this fantasy plays out as our cowboys. There's a, a quote that I heard, and this kind of this whole thing is really, really struck me today because I'm in a really weird headspace mentally, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you can uh, maybe you can hear it. Maybe you can't. Regardless, just know that it's a, that's, that's the case. And maybe I'll cry. Maybe I'll get it out there. But, uh, there's a quote that I heard that goes, there is a difference 
between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until he believes he can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. And that is a quote by Napoleon Hill. I like to sit there on, you know, flat on my back with the the with the little, you know, lightning bugs just flying above my head thinking about whether or not Napoleon Hill was on some sort of drugs when he, what he thought about that. No, I just when you think about it, I mean, he's absolutely right. There's that difference between wishing and 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 believing, just being ready to to receive it fully. You know, what's that saying? Um a goal a goal without a plan is just a wish. And I don't know how many I don't know how many of the things that I've ever wished for, you know, the those goals that I put out into the ether. I put those all out there, you know, compared Compare the the goals that I've said out loud to the universe. Compare those to the ones that I've put down on paper and written down and written out a plan. I can I could say that a hundred percent of the things that I've written down have have happened, and that comes from I don't know the the definitiveness of putting it down and and having the universe correspond to it. You know, putting it down and and really making it official. See my. My, my problem, my problem, my sour attitude today is, is the fact that, I don't know, something kind of clicked in, in my own head today where I, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't know, I just, I don't feel the love and, and passion for the job that I have now currently. I've been with at the same company for four years and I just there's a there's a problem there's a problem that I have with it where I'm I'm just sitting there wasting my time 100% feel that way and I know that I'm sure everyone out there everyone out there who's listening to this and their car on their way to work, on their car or on the way home from work, in their cubicle, in at their desk, on their lunch break, on their break, whatever. It's in the car, in the car right now, right before work, laying down in the seat, literally waiting until 7.59 and 45 seconds to get up and get out. Fuck, dude. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard, man. But I just, I can't, I can't get that thought out of my head that I'm sitting there wasting my time. There's a thing that my, my old manager told me a while back as a manager of of the job that I work at. And he, he spent eight years there 
and God bless him for doing what he did. And it's unfortunate that it took him so long to get out, but you know, props to him. He did, but he, he said he was talking about a girl at the time, but it, it really makes sense with whatever it is that you invest in. But he says, if I'm going to invest, you know, if I'm going to be with somebody, if I'm going to be with somebody, I'm going to make sure that they're worth my time. Because time is the one thing that we don't get back. And I was like, whoa, bro. This is just some girl. He's like, yeah, she could be my wife. And I was like, oh, that's cute. But but then you sit there and then I take it. This is the same guy who, who gave me the takes a little bit more to be a champion. But, you know, you sit there and you apply that same thing where it's. I'm sitting there. Of sitting there sometimes staring at a the computer screen because I I just can't force myself to do something, can't force myself to work, I can't force myself to move, or everything's been done and I'm just kinda of sitting there waiting for the next thing to happen and it's and it's like fuck dude. I've uh, it's been five minutes since I walked in the door and I already wanna throw up. Because I've just, oh my God. Anyway, sorry, that was, anyways, back on, back on track. You gotta, you know, as I sit here, as I sit here and I, and I, and I complain about what it is that I do, um, and, and I sit and talk about how I want to do all these other things. Like I want to, you know, I want to be a full-time weightlifter. I want to be a full-time athlete for the United States. I want to be a, a you know, a podcast producer. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to do all this stuff. The, the crazy thing is, is that I've, I've written that down. I've written down weightlifting. I've written down podcasting, but I have yet to write down I've written down leave my job but I haven't written down what I'm going to do instead I've written down when and I've written down that I do but I haven't written down what I'm going to do instead and I think that's the that's the thing that's preventing me from moving forward you know I I got this job when I was I got this job when I was 18. 18, yeah. No, like seven. Yeah, like I just turned. I just turned 18. Yeah, I just turned 18. I got this job when I just turned 18. And. And I've been there since then. You know, that was. I, I really know nothing but this and I can honestly see where there's that debilitating fear of the unknown because this is the only thing that you know this is the only thing that you're good at <laughs> take it from me a kid who went to college uh, a kid who went to college for maybe two uh, two semesters sparingly off and on when I wasn't skipping class and not fucking paying attention like an idiot take it from me where 
now trying to look for something I, I feel completely underqualified I feel completely it's just kind of going out there you kind of feel worthless man trying to find something else you kind of feel worthless because you're you, you, man it's hard it's kind of like that thing where you know all, as a person you attribute you attribute all your successes and everything that you do well to your personality and I don't know I, I, I do this job well without thinking but and if I were to leave and go somewhere else and start something new I, I'd start from the bottom and I might make mistakes I might fuck up I might get fired but I think that's the that's the fear man that's the fear you know and that's what's preventing me from I think that's what's preventing me from leaving because I'm really afraid I'm really afraid of, of leaving because it's all I know but that's bad so don't do that anybody listening don't do that shit All the goals and dreams that I have that are important to me, I've written down. And I guess this is the other one that I need to find out and write down, you know? But it's one thing to write them down and wish for it, kind of hope that it works. And then there's another thing to sit there and be in the state of mind that is purely belief. You know, you, you have to believe in, in what you're doing. Believe in believe in the direction that you're going. So I sat down and talked to my stupid flaky cowboy cousin at work today. Because he also works with me and that also kills me inside. Because I see him wasting the amount of time that I am. Oh gosh. <clears throat> and I talked to him and I asked him about, you know. He was talking to me about... Well, first I asked them, why is believing important? What is, what's important about having a belief? And as you know, you know, he's, he's a cowboy who comes from the Catholic church. So he's, uh, he's very religious and, you know, he has that, he has that mindset, but he's also very open-minded and young. He's like a Catholic hippie. If, if you can kind of say that and he sat there and he was telling me about how belief is important. And then he goes and he asked me, no, that's not the order of events. I was sitting there trying to focus. Okay. So I was sitting down taking notes, you know, finding, finding, taking notes on, on what I wanted to talk about today. And this fool comes up and he asked me, he goes, Hey partner, howdy, how you doing? And I'm like, how you doing, bud? What's going on? And he asked me, if if I wasn't working or if I wasn't weightlifting, if I didn't have any other projects, if I didn't have any other big ideas or big dreams, big goals, would would it be worth it to just work? And obviously I said no because... Because, you know, 
I don't, I think it's, I think it's impossible. I think as a human being, you can't really focus. You can, you can focus your energy on one thing and you can really try to make it work. But when it's something as mundane and, and something that doesn't excite your passions and doesn't really get you going like a boring job, like a job that doesn't treat that, that doesn't make you feel valued when, you know, you know, when, when you know the difference between wanting to do something and having to do something, having to work is not everyone's passion, but wanting to go to a job that you really enjoy, that's something that you love doing. So I said, you know, of course not like if, if, cause he wants to do music, he's very interested in the music scene and he's very interested in, in, you know, he just mind expanding, mind expanding drugs and, and not saying that you should do those, but there's a, you know, I, it's medicine. I personally believe that stuff like that is medicine. If you, I'm not saying to do it, but it is, it is in, in one form or another, some sort of, some sort of medicine. And I think that it's, it's really important that you get in touch with, with your body and your spirituality, whatever way, whatever way works for you. For, for me, it's something like weightlifting for, for my cousin, it's, it's God. And sometimes doing a little bit of acid (laughs) at a, at a festival, you know, that kid's, he's 19, he's 19, 20 years old, you know, let him fucking live his life. (sighs) Anyway, you know, he, he's in touch with, with his spirits. He's in touch with, with his soul and what he wants to do. And, and he's, he's always been a creative, creative boy. And he's really gotten into music as far as, you know, what, what really speaks to him. And, you know, he's been, Fortunately, he doesn't have a laptop, so he's trying to save money to get that, but he's been busting his ass working, trying to save and pay off his car and pay off this and pay off that so he can get one. And I see this kid at work just hustling, just grinding and grinding through videos on how to learn, how to how to make you know new synths and music theory and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, just fucking do it, man. Just, just, just do it doesn't matter just do it whatever way you you know whatever way you can and obviously I knew what he was getting at when he asked me if it was just if it was worth it just doing just working just doing something and not having any real passion to it and I said no of course not and I I knew he was talking about music then that's why I kind of just cut to the chase and I said listen listen man you have to really you have to believe and it was just funny because I had that the the quote pulled up on the computer in front of me and I looked at him looked at I looked at him I looked at the quote and it's like it's it's crazy how how sometimes the universe lines up and sometimes things really are it just come off as fate just come off as like this is supposed to happen this is what what happened today what made me feel this way was supposed to happen. What what made him feel this way, all of this is just supposed to happen. 
And the quote was pulled up, you know, there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until he believes he can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. And, and, and I told, and he looked at me and he was like, shit, man, <laughs> shit, man. That's, that's mighty, mighty deep right there. I know. Thanks, bud. And, and I just, I told them that, and it's the same thing for me. And it's the same thing for, you know, it might be a little bit harder for, for some, you know, for some people out there because they have responsibilities. They have, they have you know, less time than others. They have things on their mind. They have things that they have to, to take care of first. Absolutely. And I'm not taking any power away from you. I'm not. You guys are a special kind of breed. You people who are sitting there f trying to bust ass, trying to do what it is that you can to make things work, to be happy for your family and, and take care. That's fucking amazing. No no disrespect, uh, nothing but praise. You guys fucking stay hard and you guys don't ever give up. And for someone in my position, someone in my position, someone in his position where, where, you know, I don't have that kind of responsibility. He doesn't have that kind of responsibility. Fuck, man, I could, you know, I don't, I don't give a shit about my car. I don't give a shit about anything else, uh, anything else that is... Dis like is that's dispensable something that could just be taken away like I, I, I none of that stuff really is important the stuff that's important to me or this is the stuff that means something to me and I just told the man like you gotta you gotta you might just need to put all your eggs in one basket you might have to you might have to that's sometimes that's necessary and I told them, I told them about the story about Shane when Shane Sevick bought me breakfast, right? Shane Sevick bought me breakfast at at uh, at the national championship in Kansas in 2018, right? Now, to some people, that might be cool in itself because it's like Shane Sevick. Oh, Shane Sevick bought you breakfast. That's pretty sick, man. Yeah. You know, or just some some guy named Shane Sevick who I don't know anything about. Bought your breakfast. Shane Sevick is another master's weightlifter, but he's always out there kicking ass. I've talked about him a couple times on the podcast already, but he's just a fucking swell guy. He's basically like my weightlifting daddy, and <laughs> he's like my weightlifting dad. And you know, I was twenty when I first met him, um, and and nothing but love from him and everyone around him. He just, I love this. I love that guy. I love, I love that guy. And I know he cares about me and it's just fucking, it's, it's great, man. But so Shane Sevick bought me, he bought me breakfast. Uh, I was at the, at the, whatever the Marriott or wherever the, uh, wherever it was in Kansas in Overland Park, Kansas at the hotel buffet, right next to the convention, uh, right next to the convention center where the, where it was taking place. And, you know, I was downstairs just kind of eating by myself. He comes down and, and we just start talking and, and, uh, 
and you know we just started talking about weightlifting and and we were competing to against each other later that same day and it's like you know really it's it's simple it's simple it's a simple thing that happened in my life that means a lot to me but it only means a lot to me because of everything that went into it before back in 2016 when I first started weightlifting when when I was <clears throat> when I was sitting in my car in the Target parking lot kind of in the same position I'm at now really not sure what I wanted to do with my life I wanted I knew I wanted to weightlift I knew I wanted to do something bigger than myself and 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 then I made the decision to be a weightlifter and go all the way no matter what the cost no matter No matter what the cost, no matter what the cost, no matter what it was that I had to do to, to get to where I had to be. And I'm not there yet, but I'm, I'm closer, but I'm sitting there crying and, and watching inspirational videos. And, and it's like, I had to sit there and make a decision and, and fully believe in the decision that I made. I was ready to receive the, I was ready to receive whatever I had to, 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 to be a weightlifter. And that's when things got serious. I had just finished up school. I didn't do so hot because I wasn't really committed. I had just, you know, I had, I was just working and just not doing anything really important with my life. And, and, and that kind of, that was it that happened. And, and I, and I sat there and I was like, F I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to give myself a year from this, from this moment on around September, you know, around September, October in 2016, I told myself that that I was going to stop going to school for the year to I was going to stop going back stop going to school for the year to see what I can do in the year with weightlifting and you know I don't remember what episode it was on when I talked about it but um you know I had the goal of have of, of competing at five big meets or five meets before I turn 22 <laughs> um of five meets before I turned 22 and it so happened that the meet that I went to was the American Open Finals the number fifth number five the fifth meet that I went was the American Open Finals and I and I went six for six and I went top I, I beat Shane that was the funny thing is that I beat Shane and you know he was 40 40 at the time I was only fuck dude how old was I I don't remember. I think I think he's he's twenty. Uh, I think he might have been third, like 39, 40. And I had like, yeah, something like that. Just twenty years. Yeah, so I think it was just twenty. Just turned twenty, and then he turned. He had just turned forty, something like that. So I was, um, I beat him, and and it was just I before that I had always looked up to him on Instagram. Like it was he was coolest guy um man so the thing about it was is that 
to get from crying in the parking lot to crying in the parking lot at Target to beating Shane Sevick at at uh, American Open Finals to get from that point to that point, I I put all my eggs in one basket. I put I put you know I put uh, I put so many hours into the like in the gym and training. I was just working and just weightlifting, just working, just weightlifting, nothing else. I wasn't doing anything else, just the two, and and I had that fucking stringent belief that I was going to, I was going to do something. I was going to do something with it. And man, let me tell you, if I hadn't see, and and that's the thing is, if I hadn't committed if I hadn't done any of that you know I wouldn't have I wouldn't have started doing it with with my friends I wouldn't have gotten Bailey into it I wouldn't have you know met met my first coach Michael and then I wouldn't have met coach B and then I wouldn't have met Sage and and then none of that would none of this would happen that's because I believe so much so blindly so blindly so much in in what I wanted to do and that's that's the passion that that's the passion and fire that I that I wish I had now for for some sort of solution to to my work problem <laughs> so from crying in the parking lot to competing with Shane said I shouldn't have said beating before because um, Shane is Shane kicked my ass <laughs> But for to competing with him and then somehow squeaking out a victory and then and then you know four or five months later him and I are just talking you know we talk you know, he started following me on Instagram he started talking to me we would talk back and forth Shane actually sent me shoes because I was I was out of sh- like I didn't have a pair of shoes and mine were falling apart and fucking a man like it, it this and this is just one thing with one with one guy that I look up to all because all because of the work that I was put in before all the belief that I had in myself before and then finally we got to we got to the actual you know we get to nationals in May of 2017 2018 2018 and and you know and then he buys me breakfast you know the, the the coaching switch, the hours of training, the fucking days of training, the the jobs, the the jobs that I got hired and fired from, like everything that was in between was just kind of there. It was just kind of there, but but weightlifting was that one th- the one constant because I wanted it to be, and I think that's what that's what I wanted my cowboy cousin to understand from what I said. You know, he he. I only had that experience with with Shane because of no other reason. No other reason that would have never that never would have happened any other time in any and and that would have happened that would not have happened in this universe. Maybe in some other alternate universe there's there's an alternate universe where I never started weightlifting. But 
that would have never happened if I hadn't thought to myself, hey, it's time to fucking man up, you know? It's time to man up and do something. And 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 I saw my cowboy cousin just kind of sit there and, and understand where he I, I told him that he needs to put all his eggs in one basket and you know if, if he's not gonna go to school and he's just gonna work and do something that he needs to do that music thing if that's the thing that makes him happen you know happy and you know what everybody sitting there telling me every everybody sitting there telling me that I'm wrong it's okay I might be it worked for me it might not work for everybody but at the end of the day I, I if as long as you have the belief as long as you have that belief I think you can really achieve anything that you want to it's all about mindset it's all about that ability to make yourself uncomfortable and the more and more I talk about it, the more and more apparent it is that I'm just being a big old stupid bitch because I'm not willing to I'm not willing to to do everything that's necessary. I'm not willing to commit and put all my eggs in one basket. And I don't know why. Sometimes, you know, and then again, that's why I love doing this podcast where again this isn't this is never meant for this isn't meant for the inspiration to somebody else this is the this is the looking inward rather than looking inward and evaluating yourself because I would have never thought about any of this kind of stuff if it wasn't for the fact that I had to talk to talk with you guys about it but yeah so Shane bought me breakfast and in no other universe on any other planet and any other solar system I think that would happen if I if I didn't put all my eggs in one basket I mean oh, think about it think about the breakfast that you would have you know and in breakfast this is a this is a this is a term that can mean really anything but think of all the breakfast that you could have if if just for once you actually put that you put those eggs in one basket and it, and it worked out sure sure there's always room for error there's always room for something bad to happen of course but you could spend you know you could spend the rest of your life rest of your life <coughs> doing doing a job that you hate doing and you can still fucking suck at it. You can still fail. You can still get fired. You still do you can still you're you can ruin your life by doing the thing that you don't want to do. So why why wouldn't you at least try to do the thing that you want to do? Think about it. This is another quote that I heard. I don't know where it's from, but it was something that f- Get ready for some existential type shit, bro. And girls, bros and sisses. <laughs> All those days that came and went, little did I know that they were life. Let's see what that's from. Let me just look at it. 
all those days that came and went stig oh it's an old Scandinavian saying think about that stig Johansson who is that Stig Johansson Stig Johansson is that is I don't think that that's Stig Johansson um what Stig Johansson sorry guy I just kind of kind of took me by surprise cuz there's a Stig Johansson that's a f- soccer player and then there's a Stig Johansson that's a songwriter and and then there's one that's a woman Stig woman Stig Johansson woman that said the quote so i think maybe i don't know or a man i don't know i can't believe everything but i'll say it again and and Really think about it. Really, really sit there and think about it. And while, because I think about it every day, ever since I heard that, I think about it every day while I'm sitting there just kind of wasting my precious time that I'll never get back. And my cousin said that to me earlier too. He's like, sometimes I'll sit here and then I realize like it's like four o'clock and then we have four more hours to go. And, and I'm like, those, the two hours that I've been here, I'll never get back. All those days that came and went, little did I know that they were life. Damn, bro, it's heavy. It's kind of like if you watch The Office when Andy, towards like the the very last episode, where he goes, I wish that, what did he say? I wish that you knew that you were in the good old days before they actually happened. Or, no. What does he say? I think I butchered the absolute shit out of that. He goes, oh, I wish there was a way to know that you were in the good old days before you actually left them. Man. That's that's heavy, too. Guys... I'm not here to depress you on this Tuesday afternoon when this is going to be released. Okay. This is this is a problem that I'm going through and I need to figure it out and hopefully in my my sadness and my 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 way of going through it and talking about it. Hopefully that helps that helps somebody who's going through something similar, you know? But I just, you know, it does when when you when you start realizing that that time is your most it's like interstellar. It's like we get you gotta start thinking of time as a resource, man. And again, I'm not saying I've never said, I've never believed this. I've never believed that everybody that everybody is meant for some 
crazy insurmountable goal that or some some goal that's bigger than their own life that's something that's just bigger than is there something that's incredibly gigantic like not everyone has to want to compete for the United States of America not everyone not everyone out there has to be a professional anything if what makes you happy if what makes you happy with the time that you have is to spend more time with your family and that's your goal in life fucking do it that's that's what makes you happy that's what's worth it that's 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 what you need to do don't waste don't waste your time don't waste your time not doing that you know if if your goal in life is to sell one painting write one book write get one thing published if that's your goal that's your goal if you're a dreamer if you're a dreamer if you're a doer if you're any of that if you're any of that fucking put put those eggs in that basket and and get it done get it done because all those days all those days that come and go all those days that come and go eventually you're going to look back you know every day there's another thing i heard is that every day every day is the same but how can we look back and everything's different you know things do change you can make those positive changes in your life Man, I'm being a real like asshole right now. <laughs> there's a there's a a company. There's a there's a nonprofit organization that I am an ambassador for. An ambassador for. And you know, I got I got one so full disclosure i got one shirt okay that was never the point that didn't matter okay i didn't want anything i just wanted to be a part of this because this is something that i believe in right and it goes hand in hand with what it is that i'm talking about as far as being a dreamer being someone who has something that they want to achieve and People talk shit. People sit there and they'll fucking judge you. People will be there and they'll hate you for it. And and they're, that's not the reason. So the the foundation that I'm a part of, or at least an ambassador for, is called the Be Like You campaign. And it's an anti-bullying. It's an anti-bullying campaign. And they, the the two the two founders, they they do really. There, it's it's a fresh campaign, so they're 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 making their rounds and trying to and, and getting it as big as they can, or making their way downtown. <laughs> they're making their way through, you know, through whatever trials and tribulations they have to go through before they can, you know, get noticed and get get bigger and and get achieve their goals, you know. And and the. Uh, the founder who approached me, her name is her name is Fetu. Um, man, when we talk, you want to talk about, you want to talk about stringent belief. You want to talk about hundred percent convinced in their purpose that they're doing. You need to talk to this 
amazing woman. She is. She has been through some shit, and she has come out the other side a better person for it. And I'll have her on the podcast at some point. I need to. I need to take this mobile and make it mobile and go. But her and I sat and we talked. She came into work one day. She came into my work, and I can honestly say that's probably the best part of it, where I get to meet a, 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 a you know an interesting group of people, you know, like like her. And then today I met some, <laughs> I met some uh, some Australian hitters, and uh, honestly, they're like the first Australians that I've ever met. And honestly, they were the nicest people. I didn't. I, all I've known, uh, all all I can say from Australia and all my hitters out there in Australia, if you guys are listening. God, you guys are hilarious, and I, I've only ever heard that the people from Australia are just super chill, and that everything out there can absolutely fucking destroy you, and I said that to him, and he was like, well, yeah, he's like, well, yeah, mate, I didn't do that well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, George, I'm sorry, Ken, <laughs> if you're listening, um, he's like, yeah, but you, you know, you're driving down the street, and there's a big crocodile, you don't go out and fuck with it. <laughs> like, yeah, it makes that makes perfect sense. It's the same shit. Like, you go out to, you know, you get a California black bear. You're not going to get out of your car and go fuck with it. <sighs> but, yeah, meeting people is pretty cool. At, at That's probably one of the benefits. I meet a lot of cool people. And then a lot of shitty people. So, you know, it's, it goes hand in hand. Uh, but, uh, you know, Fetu and I talked for... I, she came in we talked for probably an hour hour and a half two hours in the store and because it was so slow I got to just talk to her straight just about my life and and what she you know what she's done and and what I've accomplished and sat and and the reason why you know I'm a part of this is because afterwards you know she we sat down and we talked and we you know we went to breakfast and and I sat down with her and we talked and and she, you know, and she wanted me to be a part of this and she asked me why I wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, not a, again, not a day goes by, not a day goes by in my life where I don't think about what that teacher said to me. It's the hardest thing in the world to, to get over something like that, where all you want to do is be a dreamer, you know, and all the people out there who, are sitting there scared to, to make any change in their life the same way and I'm scared because you're afraid someone you're afraid you'll fuck it up you're afraid you'll fail you're afraid someone will tell you no you're afraid someone will tell you you suck all that shit you know I'm, I deal with the same shit too man like you know I, I've dealt I dealt with it and I've had people tell me of you know that, that teacher who told me that my dreams are too big and that I purposely want to fail so everyone else out there could feel sorry for me you know I, I i that that still stings every single day that stings because it's not true you know never in my wildest dreams could i have thought of achieving the stuff that i thought never in my wildest dreams that i think that i would have breakfast with shane sevick because of how much i busted my ass to prove somebody else wrong you know and it shouldn't have been about proving somebody else wrong it should be about my own journey and it, that's what it has been but God damn, does it sting. But personally, I, I I think that this Be Like You campaign is, is something that I really resonate with because, 
my entire life, I've, I've struggled to, to do that. I've struggled to do the one thing that you're on this world to do. And that is just be like you. Just be like the person that you are supposed to be. You know, be yourself. When you, when you can commit yourself, when you can commit yourself and, and you can commit yourself to something that's bigger than yourself, the big picture kind of thing, where you're not doing it just for your own ego, you're doing something for, you know, I asked, I was got asked that question earlier is, can you do something? Can you be successful? without helping others and I don't think you can you know whatever way whatever way it is whatever way it goes you're always going to be helping somebody and then I think Napoleon Hill said it best he said that the quickest way to you know to be successful is to do it by helping other people by helping other people and when you commit yourself to something bigger something beyond yourself that's that's where real passion, real real truth, real happiness lies. You know, for me that was Olympic weightlifting. That was being a part of being a part of a really good team, you know, doing the best that I could for not only myself but for my coaches. You know, at some point it would be it it'll be for my country, you know, and then doing something like this podcast where you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing this for myself to help myself. But in the process, if, if I do inspire, if I do help a few people, you know, that's always good. And once again, you know, I, I get to be a part of something that that's bigger than myself. And I really do believe in this, in this project in this in this project in this be like you campaign because you know I've talked about it multiple times I've struggled with depression and anxiety and stress and the stress of I mean regular people stress the stress of wasting my time depression that's come from bad things that's happened to me failures and injuries and go listen to that be the hero episode and you kind of understand where I'm coming from um, as far as depression and anxiety. And, and, you know, if I get to sit there and, and talk to talk to a kid, if I get to sit there and reach out to a kid who's going through some shit the same way, something very similar. And I can sit there and tell him, Hey bud, listen, you hear all those people, you know all those people who keep telling you that you can't do it. That's not true. It, it's really not. You know, I've been told, you know, I, I've been told that I would never amount to anything. I've been told by coaches, I've been told by teachers, I've been told by people. <clears throat> Who really couldn't. Who really didn't believe. That's what it is. These motherfuckers did not believe in me. They didn't believe in me. 
in my dreams the same way that I believed in my dreams of myself. Even when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, when I was some dumb kid, some stupid high schooler in school, trying to start my clothing company, trying to start, trying to be a, a, a football player, trying to be a baseball player. Fucking dude, I was like right after high school, right after high school when I, you know, when I went to college for a little bit, the only reason I went to college was because I wanted to be a baseball player again. And I was, I was convinced in that, you know, there's nothing wrong with being, you know, with being not self-confident in yourself, not overly self-confident in yourself, but comfortable in your abilities and, and just... And, and having that belief that everything's just going to work out. Because if if you're not trying, if you're not trying to do anything with your life, if you're not moving forward or if you're not challenging yourself, I mean, can you really say that life is fun? That life is interesting. That life is... That life is... is life. Because that's all life is, is, is. Is challenge. But those coaches and those teachers did not believe in me the same way that I believed in myself and they didn't see me for what it was that that I could be and that was you know a dreamer and I I believe at every every point every person has that inside them doesn't matter what the dream is every person is a dreamer they all have dreams they all have aspirations they all have goals they don't have to be gigantic but they're there and they have things that they dream of they have things that they fantasize over. They have things that they aspire to be. And, and no one no one can take those away from you. So being a part of, of a campaign like this, it, it, it's given me the ability to, to share my story and and at some point I, I hope to reach out to all those all those dreamers and all those all those kids all those people who are lost or being picked on or fucked with and you know I might sound insensitive about it but it's not because it's to me it's not because it's, it's the truth it's just life there's people out there who are not going to fuck with you they're not going to like you they're not going to give a shit about you and Fuck those people. I'll say that to <laughs> I'll say that to a twelve year old kid. <laughs> no. I won't say it like that. But there are people out there who are not gonna vibe with you just because that they just because they don't like you. People are gonna be bullies, people are gonna suck their entire life, and that but that does not mean that you have to suck the, your entire life. If you're still holding on to shit that some bully did to you a long time ago, I can't. I can't even say get over it. I can't even say get over it because it's still it's still messes it, it's still messing with me today. But I think I, I I read I read a really a really interesting quote about it earlier today about about revenge about revenge um let me see if i can find it real quick because oh there it is how do you unclench a tightly clenched fist 
do you apply just as much force? No. You just relax. That's how you let things go. And and I, I read that and... If you're still struggling from something like that, you know... At a certain point, I'm going to have to let that go. Because what I've done with my life... As, as much as I believe in myself, as much as you guys believe in yourselves, they're wrong. And they'll always be wrong. I have discovered the meaning of the giant hand. A hand has two functions, to grip and to release. But without both of these powers, it is useless. Like newborn infants, we grab what comes near us, hoping to control it, taste it, Jam it into another child's eye. But the time we spend in control of our world is the time we spend letting go of others. Ideas, stories, pride, girls in soft sweaters, radio games, buttered noodles. Grip one for too long and you lose so much that you've never held. This giant hand was sent to all of us as an invitation to increase our mastery over the power to hold on and let go. Man. Never in a million years. Never in a million years did I think that I would have been where I am in the rankings of USAW, you know top 10 in the United States never in a million years did I think okay that's not fair never not not never in a million years I believed in myself and I knew that I would get there I just didn't think that it would be so quickly once I committed fully never in a million years did I think that I would have achieved what I've achieved so quickly but I knew it would have come eventually and that's that's what everyone has to understand that when you commit to something, you know, it might, everything happens a lot faster than, than you might think, or it happens a little bit slower. I think it happens different for everybody, but it's, it happens. But never in a million years would I have thought that I would be in the position I am so quickly with where I am in USAW a bronze medal at the national championship you know this this big of a podcast you know i'm not i'm not sitting here to to you know brag about it. i'm sitting here as as kind of kind of like a a proof a proof in the pudding where if you put all your eggs in the basket of yourself put all your own eggs in your own basket in you crazy shit happens man being a part of of a campaign like this is my at the end of the day my my main goal is to 
reach out to other people, other people, kind of like how I do here, but reach out to other people and, and talk to them about their dreams and, and let them know that their dreams are heard and they can do it. Whether, you know, that bully is at school, at home, on their team, whatever. They, they need to believe in themselves. They need to believe in who they are. They need to believe in... They need to believe. That's it, in general. They just have to believe in, in what it is to be like themselves. You know, I, I found I found a passion and I found something that I that that I dreamed that I wanted to and eventually dreamed of and and now I'm in a position <clears throat> now I'm in a position where I can make decisions I can make decisions and take a little bit more risk and 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 have things work out and not be afraid you know I don't have to be afraid doesn't mean I'm not but I don't have to because I believe in myself and I and I need to do that I need to focus on that I, I really I really am proud to be part of this campaign and you guys should definitely go check them out on Instagram it's the be like you campaign and just give them a like, give them a like, give them a follow and talk to them, you know, reach out to them and, and tell them about your stories, about anything that happened to you, you know, that that's going on with you and, <clears throat> and your ability to be a better person because you, you started believing in yourself. You decided to be like you and and really make a difference in your own life. There is a there is a that quote that I said about the big hand that was from community. I couldn't remember where where it was from. That was from community. Um but I've been I've been listening to a lot of <clears throat> A lot of Jocko, Jocko Willink, and again, like, like I said, Navy SEALs, those are some hard motherfuckers, and I would love to be a hard motherfucker. But he has a chapter in his book about about belief and believing in the mission, and what happens uh, when you're in a team setting. Or yourself as a leader. So take it, take it as it is. Take it for what it is. But the but the quote goes: In order to convince and inspire others to follow a mission, a leader must be a true believer in the mission, even when others doubt and question the amount of risk. Asking, is it worth it? The leader must believe in the greater cause. If a leader does not believe he or she will not take the risk required to overcome the inevitable challenges necessary to win, and they will not be able to convince others. Leaders must always operate with the understanding that they are a part of something greater than themselves. 
And the funny thing is, as I was reading that and writing it down right before this episode, it got me thinking, you know, it got me thinking back to, back to before where, you know, back to crying and crying in the, uh, in the parking lot to be a weightlifter, to just be a weightlifter. It got me back to that where, you know, I wasn't afraid of what anybody thought. I wasn't afraid of the repercussions of anything. I, I believed in myself. I was a true believer in, in my mission. And even if others did doubt me, if, if other people did question the risk involved seeing, you know, asking if, if, it was, if it was truly worth it, you know, back then where it was like, really, are you going to just like, are you just going to be a weightlifter? Are you really not going to do anything else with your life? You know, I, I, in, in my own mind, as the leader, as a leader of my life, the captain of my life, I, I, it was a much, it definitely was a greater cause because, you know, I'm not, I've never been, I've never been one to, to be driven by money for, my main purpose in life you know if if your main purpose in life is to be rich you will be rich if your main purpose in life is to to you know party all the time you'll party if your main purpose in life is to buy a big house buy fucking cars like you'll you'll have it you'll get what you want you know will you be happy that's up to you but i don't think i've ever been monetarily driven like that because all that kind of stuff fades you know all that kind of stuff you can it'll break you can go away you know it it can it can it can be replaced but what can't be replaced is how happy and proud you feel about yourself it's a, a greater cause a greater cause when when you you know, when you look outside of your own ego, and this is for how proud you are of yourself, how proud you can make your family, how, you know, how this makes life worth living, how you can live with yourself. And even if you fuck it up, it's like you had the gall to try, you know, like that's the greater cause. And it is true when, when he says that if, if a leader does not believe in the mission and they, they won't take the risks necessary to acquire or acquired to, to, to win, they won't do what's required to, to win. And, you know, as I sit here and the beginning of this podcast, I was sitting bitching about my job and I'm still bitching about it. But it kind of makes sense where the only reason, the reason why things aren't going the way that they want in that, in that way, I'm not sitting here doing what it is that I want to do is because I, honestly, I, I don't believe in myself because I'm very scared that the only thing that I know, the only thing that I know is that job and how to do this stuff. But in order to be a better person, in order to be a wise person, sometimes you just gotta, 
you just got to go. Sometimes you just got to do it. Sometimes you just got to struggle for a little bit, you know. Sometimes you got to get your car repossessed or your phone disconnected. Fuck, man. That's that's powerful. You know, to me at least to to myself because I I think I am I am truly intimidated by the idea of of being without I I I'm intimidated with the idea of not being comfortable. You know, I've been so comfortable for such a long time with this with this level of well, you know, with this kind of work that I've never sat and really thought about sat and really thought about what I can do instead and that's not good you have to be constantly growing constantly learning and if I don't do this if I don't sit and and believe in myself there's no way that I'm going to be able to convince other people to invest in me to invest their time their effort their energy their you know their their love in me you know there's no way and again a leader must always be able to operate with the understanding that they are part of something greater than themselves and and I, 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 I do have to admit that I think I am part of something greater that I have not fully opened myself up to yet. You know? And I think that that's the problem with that, that a lot of people have confidence confidence in the face of the unknown it's okay to be scared it's okay to be scared and it's okay to be intimidated but you can't let it you can't let it oh dog you can't let it ruin you you know I've been down 0-2 and, and snatched I was that 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 meat that Shane Civic bought me breakfast at Nationals in 2018. I was 0 and 2, 0 for 2 in snatch. 0 for fucking 2, bro. I missed the first two snatches. And I came back. I came back out for the third attempt and was supposed to make it. I talked to everybody after that. Everybody on my team. Everybody. They were like, we did not think that you would make it. I had no, very little, Bailey even said that she didn't believe that I would make that snatch. And it wasn't about that. It wasn't, it wasn't for her. It wasn't for anybody. It was for me. I didn't go all the way to Kansas to fuck it up like that, you know, but I could have, but you didn't, I didn't, you know? You didn't come all this way. You didn't get all this way through your life to just not, you know, to not write that book, to not write 
to, to not write that story, that short story, to not take that photo, to not start that podcast, to not write that song or make the song, to not run that mile, to not lift that weight, to, to just not, whatever it is. You didn't come all this way to not fill that in for yourself, to not blank. You didn't come all this way to not. So understand that you're operating for something greater than yourself. Take your ego, take rewards, take everything out of it. Take everything out of it and you'll understand that something greater is is in the process. Belief. Belief is a really important tool, really important thing. It's really really important so I guess I have a a lot of thinking to do personally on my end Um, (laughs) yeah Uh, so quick question quick question maybe if if people would um, if people would like if they would be interested in it uh just you can email me you can dm me on instagram or something just kind of go out of the way to message me but uh just let me know if <clears throat> if you think it's a good idea uh if you would be interested in some sort of you know some sort of small little program that i put together maybe like a squat program or like a uh, like a short little um, it's like a short little eight week eight week ten week program I'm learning on the back end how to program how to program effectively just reading through books and all that kind of stuff um, I'm not gonna sell it but I would definitely love to put together something and and then send it out to people and see if uh, and see if uh, See if it works. See if it's going down. See if I'm learning. Because again, remember, that's the only way. That's the only way that you learn. Honest feedback. Honest feedback from other people. So, yeah, message me if you're in the area. If you're in my my area, um, I would love. Please, you know, please DM me. Uh, hit me up. Um, maybe we can train together. That'd be pretty sick, right? That'd be pretty sick. Uh, but that's just the direction I want to head in. I want to. I want to head in the direction that I'm meant for, that I believe in myself in. Um, and I know everyone should too. So, thank you guys. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Uh. I know there was a lot of quotes this t- today. You know, some uh, a wise, what is it? Uh, something about a wise person learning from the mistakes of other people. So, I guess that's kind of how I address it. There's a lot of people who learn from other people's mistakes, and I'm learning from those mistakes. So, I guess you could say I'm the wisest, wisest person out of them, right? Right. All right. So. Thank you guys. 
I love you guys. And uh, like I said, yeah, reach out to me if you're interested in some sort of like small programming. I just want to see and test myself and um, just learn. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I can't tell you how much it means to me that every day that this thing is growing, getting bigger and bigger and putting me on the right track to to me believing in in to the things that I believe that I could do I'm hungry I'm gonna go eat and uh, it's always so hard to say goodbye because I just care about everything so much but uh goodbye everybody see you guys be easy out there everybody just be easy just be easy rest your mind be easy I don't know how many times I'm going to say be easy but just I can't stress it enough just gotta be easy alright goodbye